it didn't take me very long when I became a minister to understand the question that was in most people's minds again and again and again. When they were in trouble, when they were in need, when they were bereaved, when some things happened in the world that they could not understand, the question that they came with to me was, why? Why does God allow it? And the question has to be answered. But if the truth be told, I have at times posed the same question. I think particularly of the moment when I saw my first wife dying and minutes later was gone. Why? Not old, not ill, with a loving family that would have and still miss all that she was to them. Occasionally, occasionally, men and women will admit the truth of the words which you heard read this morning in the book of Job, where one of Job's so-called comforters says, evil does not grow in the soil, nor does trouble grow out of the ground. No, a man brings trouble on himself as surely as sparks fly up from a fire. But even as we admit our own responsibility, there is also the query, why does God allow it? And in the face of undeserved suffering, the challenge is always to God. Why? Why? Let me tell you this parable. At the end of time, there were billions of people scattered across a great plain. There they were before God sitting on his throne. And most people shrank back from the brilliant light. But some groups near the front could be seen to be conversing among themselves. And it seemed that there was anger within these groups as they talked one with another. Their words carried across the plain. Can God judge us? Can God treat us as he seems to do? And they said these things in almost every single group. A young lady, fair-haired, shouted, how can God know suffering? And at that moment, she tore the sleeve of her blouse, and there for all who were close enough to see, they saw the number that had been tattooed on her arm from the time that she had spent 
in a concentration camp. As those around her took note, she spoke of the beatings, of the torture, of the terror which she and others had endured. In another group, an eagle boy lowered his collar to show ugly rope burns around his neck. He told those who had ears to hear that there was an attempt to lynch him for no crime except the color of his skin. And in yet another group, a man had tears running down his cheeks as he told of the abduction of his little child who was mutilated and murdered. Far across that plain, hundreds and hundreds of little groups, in each a complaint against God, against God for suffering and evil that those who were gathered there believed he permitted in the world. What did he know of all humans had to endure? It was all right for him to live in heaven where there was no suffering, no weeping, no sickness, all these unknown. All right for him to have enough food and to be sheltered from the fears which so often terrorized the people who lived on earth. And so each little group sent forward a representative, the one who had suffered the greatest. And among all those who gathered, there was a Jew, and yes, a Negro, a citizen of Nagasaki, a thalidomide victim. They came together in the center of the plain, and after much discussion, were ready to present their case to the Lord. It was well thought out, rather clever. Before God could be their judge, he must endure what they had suffered. He should be sentenced to live on earth as a man. Let him be born with some doubt over his legitimacy. Give him a career which would challenge those in authority, be betrayed, arrested, convicted, executed. As each representative announced his or her part of his sentence, loud cheers from all over the plain could be heard from the gathered millions. Then the sounds ceased. There was silence. No one moved. Suddenly, all over the plain, there came to each and all at one and the same time the truth. The Lord God had served the sentence 
which those there had pronounced. A parable. A parable which tells us much about the suffering of God. It tells us that God knows all about what it's like to be human. James S. Stewart was one of the great 20th century Scottish preachers. And he says that mankind's main concern with the fact of suffering is not to find an answer, not to discover an explanation. Rather, it is to find victory. It's not to form an elaborate theory. It is to lay hold upon a power. It is vital to understand that even if we possessed the answer to the riddle of suffering, even if we had it written down to the very last detail and were able to declare, here is the full and final explanation of all the suffering and hurt that is in the world. That's not enough. Not enough because the hurt and the pain and the undeserved suffering, as so much of it is, it still has to be borne. Understand that in the last, last analysis, the real demand of the human spirit, not the demand for an explanation, but for the grace and the strength to bear it. And that, my friends, is why God gave us Jesus. God knows what it's like to be a human being. Read your Bibles. On every page, the living God comes towards us, hands held out, not the ready-made answer to the irate questions of the mind, but something better. He hands out a liberating power, power for the being, the person that is each of us. On Calvary's hill, towering out of the dark, is a cross. And that cross transforms the mystery of suffering. It tells you that God is in it with you. And we are in it with God. And there is the message that brings victory. There was victory for Jesus and God wishes us that victory for each and every one of us. The victory is in itself a question. Think about it. The victory in itself is a question. The question Will you let God reign in your life? Answer, not a theory. It is a way of life. 
It is a way of life lived and dedicated in the very power and spirit of God. It is in a life given up, surrendered to God. It is the one finally valid answer to suffering. And so this morning, our prayer should be, may God empower that answer that we should understand, all of us, our children of God, and he is our loving Heavenly Father.